0: Hi, and welcome to Better Than New, a podcast to help you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. I'm your host, Gary Crenshaw, and lately I've been hearing a lot from used car buyers who are just you know completely frustrated with the lack of inventory and the high prices, and they just want to give up on their used car search. I get it, right? The number of cars normally available for sale is way down, and the prices are up, way up. But that doesn't mean you should completely give up on your search for a cool car at a reasonable price. It just means you might need to alter your approach and think a little bit differently about what kind of vehicle will actually meet your needs over the next, say, 18 to 24 months until, hopefully, this whole nutty, COVID-induced inflation mess blows over. So what's my suggestion? Well, I call it the PPV or Pandemic Placeholder Vehicle. And we'll get into what that means in just a moment. So hop in, buckle up, and let's go for a drive! So this idea of the pandemic placeholder vehicle, or PPV for short, came to me while searching for various cars over the last two years. There were some target cars I was interested in that were in the like $15,000 to $20,000 range, And under normal circumstances, those cars would have been slowly depreciating to a point where they were more affordable. But I kept finding that prices were actually going in the opposite direction. That's what everybody's finding, right? Now, having done this car search thing for a while, I know that when you can't find what you're looking for at a decent price, you've got a couple of choices. You need to either A, search in a wider area, or B, include more vehicles in your search parameters. So, I did both. I started searching up and down the West Coast, and I started looking at cars that were much less expensive. And it was the second one that really was the key. And what I found was that there were some truly great cars and trucks that came up for sale almost daily at prices that exceeded even my estimate for what's inexpensive. And I'm pretty cheap. And like I said, these cars and trucks weren't junk. They were not junk cars. They were mostly older, sure, but in excellent condition and they had somehow escaped the ravages of time, but still depreciated even during the COVID crisis with its inflated prices. I think it's just that they were old enough that the inflation didn't really impact them as much. Now, I know this PPV concept won't appeal to everybody. Some people's ego just won't let them buy something older. However, there are some cool cars that pop up that could be considered PPV-worthy. Plus, the low prices and the solid condition of these cars makes it worth at least considering buying one to drive for the next 12 to 24 months. So if I've piqued your interest, here are some parameters to look for when shopping for a pandemic placeholder vehicle. First off, the cars, trucks, and SUVs that qualify for PPV status are typically the most desirable vehicles of their model year. They were the cars that people wanted to buy back in 1990, 2000, 2005. These were often cars that made Car and Driver's 10 Best list, or Motor Trend's Car of the Year award, or at least were considered for the award. Now, the best examples are typically one or two owner vehicles. And they're also accident-free and have a clean title. All the cars that qualified for PPV status were well-maintained, and they had records of at least major services and sometimes, like, even minor stuff. All of them had interior, exterior, and mechanical systems that were in at least good condition, or better, sometimes excellent. And while these vehicles were driven by their owners, they typically have low mileage for their model year. For example, a car that's model year 2002, it may have 100,000 miles, but that's actually low for the year. That's only like 5,000 miles a year. And finally, the combination of price and condition today makes them a true bargain for a car that you can drive and enjoy for the next 18 to 24 months while you wait, hopefully, for the end of the pandemic and some easing of inflation so you can buy that dream car in 2024. So those are the general parameters that kept coming up as I found vehicles that fit the PPV concept mold. Okay, now that you have an idea of what a pandemic placeholder vehicle is, Let me introduce you to some of the great PPV examples that I came across over the last year or two. Okay, the first category is what I call the GBC or good basic car. We're all familiar with good basic cars. It's just something that gets you around, allows you to, you know, get to work, handle your commute, get you to the store, just do the basic life stuff. And and these cars are actually not bad and they're really pretty inexpensive. Okay, so first up is a 1992 Honda Accord EX. This was $3,000, and I found this car back in March 9th of 2021, so about a year ago this car came up, and it was in Tigard, Oregon, on Craigslist. What was interesting about this car was there was extensive photos of the car, and you could tell that it had been really well cared for. It has a, or had, a 104,838 miles. It was an automatic. Um, it was that, they call it champagne, but it's more, it's not the funky AARP gold. It's more of a, more of a silver, really. But the car is straight. I mean, everything on it was just perfect. This car clearly had not been used much, and I don't think really anybody rode in the back seat. That looked perfect. The front seat, perfect. Carpet, Perfect. No issues with the dash. Everything worked. AC, cruise control. They even had the original Honda nose mask. That's that, you know, vinyl cover you can put on the front. They still had that in the box. So well-maintained. They had records for the car. Just excellent condition. I, I looked at the thing and thought, yeah, I, I could drive this. I mean, it wouldn't be embarrassing. Unless, you know, all your friends have Ferraris or something. But mine don't, so I don't care. Anyway, great car. 3000 bucks. 3000 This car, it had been posted for 17 hours, and it went within two days. So that car went quickly. Okay, next up is a 2003 Toyota Corolla. It's the S edition. You know, they've got a little spoiler on the back. They've got some alloy wheels, decent alloy wheels. Just a good-looking little car. It's got a lot of all the basic stuff, air conditioning, power steering, power brakes. Nice-looking car. Uh, maroon color with a black interior, white gauges. They've got a timing chain, not a timing belt. So you don't have to worry about replacing that. This particular car had new tires. It had uh, new brakes. Yeah, just really well optioned and a great car. 160,000 miles, so more miles than maybe some people want. But uh, I wouldn't worry about that with a car in this condition. Again, all the panels are straight. The car was never been in an accident. Just a really nice car. Asking price, $3,250, and this was from, this is January 3rd of this year, 2022. Great car. Okay, this is the last car in this good basic car category, and this one's probably one of my favorites. This is a 2008 Honda Fit Sport. It's got a clean title, original owner. It's got 107,000 miles. This is a car that's 14 years old, so really low miles for the year. Asking price, 5200 I went around and priced what dealers were asking and that sort of thing. And they're twice that amount for a similar car. In some cases, you know, if you're going to go to like Carvana, where, you know, you're basically paying for them to cater everything to your world and deliver the car to your house, you're going to pay probably 13 to 15,000 for this car at Carvana. So this is a car that has a timing chain, just like the Corolla. So you don't have to worry about it a timing belt service. But it's nice. It's got the little paddle shifting steering wheel. It's an automatic. Uh, so not not my favorite. I prefer a manual, but these cars are really versatile. They've got a lot of room inside and great gas mileage. You know, you're going to get like 28 to 30 around town. And you know, what's wrong with that when gas is $5 a gallon? So there you go. 5200 bucks for a 2008 Honda Fit Sport with 107,000 miles. So that's the good basic car category. So the next category is pickups. And I've got three of them here, and they're, they're all great. So this first one is a 1995 Ford F-150 XLT King Cab for $13,500. It's a one-owner. It's got 127,000 miles on it. Now, you may think, that's too many miles. But if a car has been well-maintained, that's not a problem. And this is the 5.8-liter V8 wide exterior. Uh, It's got a light gray interior. I'm going to read the ad here. It says, the truck's a true gem. Purchased brand new from Ford in 1995. Uh, Been well taken care of by the same owner ever since. It's in fantastic condition. Never been in an accident. Has a clean title. Absolutely loaded. It's got the king cab. It's got a bent seat so you can put three people in the front. It's also got a little bent seat in the king cab portion so you can put two or three people back there so you can really you could carry six people it's got the heavy duty transmission also has optional four by four and low range gearbox it's engaged by pushing a button it's got a tow package has air conditioning power door locks power windows i mean really this thing's great i saw this truck and i thought i'd love to have that truck there it was and they have plenty of pictures Uh, the thing looks absolutely straight No cracks in the dash. No weird stuff. Just great truck to do whatever you need to do. Next up, we have a 1999 GMC 2500. It's a 4x4, low miles. This one's also $13,500. And it has 122,000 miles on it. And this one's a manual. So manual transmission. This is the 454 with a 5-speed. So go ahead. Tow away. This is a two-owner truck been adult owned its whole life paint is super clean clean title interior looks good it's got a bed liner it's got a bench seat in the front it's kind of a red velour color but everything looks great there's no again no cracks in the dash no uh, rips or tears in the upholstery just looks kind of new and it's got the original wheels it hasn't been modified in any way which is a nice way to to purchase a truck like this so you, you buy something new from gmc that would do what this would do and it's going to cost you probably four times as much if you can find one. And in the final truck, this one is a 1985 Toyota Extra Cab. It's a two-wheel drive. It's the basic truck, but it was a one-owner, 67,000 miles, five-speed manual. Asking price is 39.50. and this truck was up and gone in, I don't know, six hours, seven hours. I saw it when it had been posted up for two hours. This was on March eighth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, they have all the service records. Everything works, runs and drives perfect. The only thing I don't know is I don't. It probably doesn't have air conditioning. It's got really nice stock steel wheels. <laughs> the things in great shape. Ah, love these trucks. Thirty-nine fifty. Can't go wrong. Come on, and it probably gets reasonable gas mileage. Probably gets like twenty-five around town or something. So those are the pickups. Okay, next category is SUVs. One is a 1994 Nissan Pathfinder XE, low miles, four-wheel drive. Price, $2,800. I found this one. It had been up for six hours, and it was gone the next day. I don't know if it sold the same day or if it sold the next day, but it was gone pretty quickly. Uh, It has 132,000 miles, and it It doesn't say one-owner, but everything leads to a one-owner experience. Basically, they said they bought the car new, so I guess, yeah, it's a one-owner. Has working AC, has a heater that works. Uh, They apologize for it not having a tow package. But other than that, who cares? Go put a trailer hitch on it. Anyway, the thing was great. It's kind of a tan or gold color. Interior was perfect. There were no rips in the seats. It looked like it had been really well cared for even had new tires and new brakes. 2,800 bucks. Again, gone in hours and and there's a good reason for it. It was that good. And these Pathfinder XEs of this vintage, this 1994 vintage are becoming very popular. I mean, people who like Toyota 4Runners, those have been kind of priced up into the stratosphere. I mean, a lot of those they've got twice as many miles as this car and they'll be selling for 10 grand. I mean, $2,800 versus $10,000. What do you want to pay? I'd get the Pathfinder. The only thing I wish it had was a manual transmission. This one was an automatic, but other than that, it's four-wheel drive. It'll go anywhere. It's great. Next up, this was from April 20th, 2020. It was one of my favorite vehicles. I don't know if you're familiar with the Isuzu Rodeo Sport. Two-door short wheelbase rodeo. Now there's a thing called a Rodeo S, which is a four-door Rodeo of the late 90s, early 2000s vintage. But that's a different car. That's, well, it's not different. It's got the same motor and stuff, but it's heavier and it's a longer wheelbase. These are like shorter wheelbase. They're more like a, I don't want to say like a Jeep, but they're like a Jeep because, you know, they have two doors. Uh, like a Jeep Wrangler. This was a 2003. It has 154,000 miles, but it was a tow-behind rig for an RV and all signs point towards this being fantastic. It just had a brand new timing belt, water pump, new tires, all maintenance done. They had records from their certified mechanic, clean title in hand, everything was great. It has an automatic transmission and the 3.2 liter V6 that makes 205 horsepower at 5,400 RPM and 214 pound feet of torque at 3,000 RPM. And this is four wheel drive. It's got a high and low range. So you can take it off road. You can use it to go fishing in the back country or whatever you want to do. Uh, got a seat in the back. Again, two door. And it's got a removable hard top for the back section of the of the truck. So these are cool. It's great. Here's the price. $2,800. $2,800. Come on. Okay. So next up, maybe you want a convertible for your pandemic placeholder vehicle. Well, here's one that's really cool. It's a 1985 Toyota Celica GTS convertible. $5500 and this was on January 11th of 2022. So this was recent. Has 138,000 miles. It's a four-cylinder, 5-speed manual transmission. It's got 106 116 horsepower and 140 pound-feet of torque at 2,800 RPM. These cars aren't, like, incredibly fast. They, they show the weight is 2,975, so 3,000 pounds. Uh, zero to 60 was 11 and a half seconds. Top speed, 105. There's going to be other cars that are definitely quicker, but are they going to be cooler? I don't know. This was nice. It's black with a gray interior. It's the GTS. It's got the 22 RE engine, which is in the four-cylinder, 116-horsepower motor. These things just go and go and go. They tend to be really, really reliable. And this is a good-looking convertible, both with the top up and the top down. And if I remember correctly, there's a company called ASC back in the Midwest that actually made the convertible tops for these. Yeah, it says right here, fourth generation Celica that debuted for 1986 uh, would use front wheel drive, but this is a rear wheel drive version. Um, And ASC also built the convertibles for that generation, so... Yeah, so it's an ASC thing. Anyway, it, great, great car. Rear drive convertible from the 80s. You can take it to Radwood and everybody would think you're pretty cool. Okay, what about, uh, what about muscle cars? You want a muscle car? Yeah, here's one. I found this and I thought, I can buy this. This would be super cool. My wife would probably hate me, but Uh, this is really kind of a cool car. So this is a 1991 Pontiac Firebird Formula. It's got a 350 V8, five-speed, T-top, 88,000 miles. (laughs) 88,000 miles. Come on. This is like a 30-year-old car. Uh, This car's never been in an accident. It's always been garaged, and it looks like it. You can tell. And one of the reasons I'm mentioning all of these cars is that the panel gaps are perfect, the pictures look great. There's plenty of pictures, so you can see that the car's in really nice condition. And this particular one has new brakes. It's got a new fuel pump, new starter, new clutch, original owner. Okay, so it's a one-owner. Uh, clean Carfax. Hate to sell it, but we have no room for it anymore, and we're asking... Are you ready? $6,950. <laughs> it says serious ca- serious cash buyers only. No trades or any ridiculous offers. Well, sixty nine fifty may not be ridiculous, but it kind of in this market kind of sounds ridiculous because this is a good looking Pontiac Firebird in red with a tan interior, uh, and again, no rips, no tears. Things looks great. Somebody took really nice care of it, and they're giving you a good deal if. You had been around on April 30th of 2021, so about a year ago. All right, next one. How about a hot hatchback? Okay, so here's one. It's a 2002 Ford Focus SVT hatchback. This is the SVT stands for Special Vehicle Teams, and it's a kind of a group within Ford that would take existing cars and then modify them. And, and in this case, they had a, uh, the ZTEC four-cylinder that made 130 horsepower in the standard Focus, but they bumped that up to 170, came with a six-speed manual, In fact, it's the Gatrog six-speed manual. It's the same six-speed you would find in a comparable uh, vintage Mini Cooper S. Really nice transmission. Uh, It has air conditioning, uh, CD, cruise control, ABS. And the price for this uh, really nice black with a black interior and kind of a blue inset in the seats. uh, Straight, clean title car with 134,000 miles. The price, $4,300. This is a cool car. I mean, this would be fun to drive. This is kind of, you know, Ford's version of, um, let's say, an Acura Integra GSR, which made the same amount of horsepower, 170. It's from that vintage, and it just to be a fun driver to have. 18, 24 months of this, you're not going to hate yourself. It'd be great. Okay, and here's the final category, and it's really not a category. It's just just me complaining. Uh, I'm going to call it the one that got away. Okay, so this is a 1999 Jeep Wrangler. I'm a big fan of the 1997 through 2006 Jeep Wrangler TJ. Came in a four or six-cylinder. This was the six-cylinder. The four-liter inline six had a automatic transmission. Being a 99, it has the three-speed automatic. Later years, they had a four-speed, which would be technically more desirable, but the condition of this car and the price to me would be like a no-brainer. In fact, this was one of those cars I looked at and I thought, okay, I got to figure out how to come up with the cash for this because here's a car that's in perfect condition. It had probably like 18 photos. It has the original alloy wheels and the spare tire with the alloy wheel in the back. It had new uh, BF Goodrich tires on it. It had a hard top. It's the TJ Sport Edition had 162,000 miles, but these motors, if they're well cared for, and this one appeared to be, it's just kind of run and run and run. It says this has never been off-roaded, always adult-driven, uh, no pets or anything. The interior was perfect. Everything about the car was perfect. Perfect. I'm telling you, it's perfect. And the price? Are you sitting down? Because I am. $4,450. <laughs> what? Like what? Uh, this is back from... March 17th, 2020. This is probably, you know, a month or two months into the pandemic. And I think this person was freaking out and trying to come up with some cash. they write right here for sale. Beautiful 1999 Jeep Wrangler in great shape. Has all manual options. Uh, hard top, running boards, CD with AUG's input, paint and body in great shape. Does have some minor clear coat peeling on the hood. I didn't see that, but okay, so what? Interior is very clean. Interior was perfect. And was never smoked in or had any pads, yada yada yada. Four wheel drive works great. Just a great Jeep, selling way below its value for a quick sale. Again, I'm crying because forty five hundred this was a this was an eight to ten thousand dollar Jeep Wrangler. It shouldn't have sold for forty four fifty. And this sold quickly. I found it when it was posted after five hours and I reached out to the owner, but it had already been sold. So I just want to take a fork and poke myself in the forehead, and I got a really big forehead, so I got a lot of poking to do. Not happy about this one. (laughs) This would have made a great PPV. Pandemic Placeholder Vehicle. Actually, this would have made a great just vehicle. I love these Wranglers. It's fantastic. So there it is. The Pandemic Placeholder Vehicle Concept. Now I don't know if this will work for you or not, but I'm definitely excited about the possibility that this can save people money and help them find something fun to drive, even with the inflated prices and lack of used car inventory at the moment. Meanwhile, if you think this might work for you, start your own PPV search today using local Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, OfferUp, or whatever used car search engine you like. Just try to avoid the dealer ads and go with the private party stuff, because that's where you're going to save the most money and use the parameters I laid out at the beginning of this episode to find a great vehicle. If you do that, I'm sure you'll find good deals near you. Just be sure to contact the seller quickly, because the best ones sell fast. Good luck, and happy hunting, and until next time, I'm Gary Crenshaw, this is Better Than New, and I'm really glad you came along for the ride.